This Blitz podcast is brought to you by Bravado Wireless. Available online at bravadowireless.com. All right, let's hit up the hotline and welcome in uh, Jeff Axton, play-by-play voice for Texas Tech as Oklahoma State will head, well, they're already in Lubbock, uh, or on their way here shortly. Game time tomorrow here on the Blitz 1170. Pre-game hits the air at 4 o'clock. Jeff, what's going on, man? Well, we just got here surviving, Pop, the wild, wild west. <laughs> hey, we were just talking a little combine for a moment ago. Uh, your boy, uh-huh. Tyree Wilson up there, who I know is yeah. still trying to recover from his injury. But I, I always love the, the storylines coming in because now the rest of the world is finally becoming aware of the you know, eight foot six wingspan that, that Tyree Wilson has. And uh, coming, like, finally, it's like, okay. Now the rest of the world knows about him when we've known how much of a dominant player and just a, an absolute freak athlete that he's been now for a while at Tech. Isn't that fun, you know, because you still, in this, in this day and age, can hide a guy that looks like that. I mean, there, <laughs> you know, I, <laughs> there was times where uh, uh, I would always, like, I'd be driving from basketball to baseball and he would walk across the the uh, the street there in the in the little pedestrian area and just be incredibly intimidating just doing that you know like look at that that guy's unbelievable and the world's gonna know because he is constructed perfectly for today's game and uh, edge rusher whatever they want him to be he can do and he's uh, he's a fantastic uh, kid and player. All right, the last time that we talked to you when uh, Tech made their uh, trip to Stillwater, um, things weren't necessarily rosy. It's incredible how much has changed since that time, and I'm not saying everything's perfect right now because of the hole that the Red Raiders dug themselves here at the start of conference play, but it does seem like, Jeff, that it is at least a little bit of a different feeling from when it was the last time that we talked to you. Yeah, after that Oklahoma State game, we went on a nice uh, four-game winning streak. Uh that included Kansas State and Texas win, road wins at uh, West Virginia and Oklahoma, and then came home thinking, okay, now Lenardi's got you on the next four out, or the last four out, so at least you're at the table. You know, you're you're getting scraps, but at least you're at the table. And then we we lost by one to TCU, which is a heartbreaker. So that kind of sends you back to uh, now you got to go win at Allen Fieldhouse. And, I mean – had a chance, but it's Allen Fieldhouse. They've won 40 straight on senior night. Blah, 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 blah. I'm sorry, Bill, Bill Self, he's been wearing me out, man. I, <laughs> I mean, he, he, takes, he takes the microphone in front of 16,000 people that he gets to play in front of every night and starts talking about the adversity that this team has really overcome over the last six months. I'm like, you have every – Thing that you could ever want. You're the bluest of blue bloods. People are knocking down your door to come play. Now you get to pay them and ever let everybody know about it instead of cheating with Adidas and all this. And then again with the the violations, give me a break. You know, I just it's just wearing me out. But um, <clears throat> we're um, we're playing okay, but it's not. It's just not going to be enough. Yeah, and. Um, and uh, I, I think Oklahoma State has one more chance. And if they don't come through, then they're going to be sitting where we are, which is not at the table. 
to your Bill Self point, I believe it was the great George Costanza at one point that told Jerry Seinfeld, Jerry, it's not a lie unless you believe it. So anything that those that those type of characters have to do to write to convince themselves that they they have, you know, they're up against odds, uh, then they go ahead yeah, and, and do I'm, it. <laughs> and, I'm, you know, at, at Allen Fieldhouse, the, where we sit, I mean, it's, it's awesome. It's across from the bench. Nobody ever gets in your way. But the first row is their knees are in your back, okay? So everybody's, you know, uh, doing this, the big celebration fest for another conference championship, and I'm trying to be very considerate. I'm putting my stuff together. I don't even go get my box and bring it back. So I, I have all this radio equipment wrapped up in my arms. I grab my buddy's uh, jacket that he left, and this – I have so many words that uh, I can't say. He, he's like, move, hey, hey, get out of the way, to me. <laughs> <laughs> and I had been standing in his way for like two seconds. I said, man, shut the hell up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sick of KU and the, uh, I, you know, I'm, and then we got, you know, the guy that we refined and put all with the resources into and the color, um, for four years, you know, um, now causing you to lose cause he made huge plays. So. Yeah. There's no doubt. Um, so this, this weekend, I, I don't know the, the little run that Oklahoma state's here on in, in losing games, you know, I thought that they played better against Baylor. Like aspects of their game were better. There wasn't that five glaring things that they were terrible at that cost them the game. But they still lost. They and can't that, shoot. Yeah, and, that, and you're shoot. right. And it's completely gone away from them, Jeff. Not not that they were a great three point shooting team. They were okay. But when you take away the okay element from them being able to shoot, that makes it even worse. But sitting around now since Monday. And knowing that the pressure continues to mount about having to win, because like you just talked about the situation they're in, I just wonder how where both of these teams were at mentally on Saturday. Yeah, it's impossible to know. I, th- I think um, one thing that we uh, as a as a team did for other teams is get them right from three point range. I mean, like especially early in the middle of conference, it's like if you are in a slump if you are just not very good shooting the three come play texas tech and you'll get right um the defense has been better with Farda Zamak out there uh, because he takes up a lot of space he talks well he gets everybody lined up better but since avery anderson you know leaving um you know, i just the quote from mike boynton that stands out the most is um we have nobody that's like avery and he was so good at, at uh, getting the defense in the right position. He was a terrific on-ball perimeter defender. And, you know, they, I think we even talked about this, you know, how it could allow other guys to step through the door. Well, they just haven't, since Iowa State, done that. And they have to hit shots. I mean, if they do – they're a Sweet 16 team. If they don't, they're not going to make the NCAA tournament. I mean, I said that back in uh, in December because they're long, they're athletic, they're, they're all airport team. I mean, they just when they get off the plane, they're like, oh my gosh, look at these guys because their length and their athleticism. And you know, Mike Boynton's got a ton of that. He was just 
you know, it, you think about it, Keaton Page, Lindy Waters, Randy Rutherford, Adrian Peterson. I mean, they've had a hundred dudes over the years since Eddie Sutton and Leonard Hamilton, and they, they would, if they just had one, they would they would go through the roof. One of the guys um, that a lot of people with are familiar with here because of his time at ORU. Um, O'Banner, Kevin O'Banner. Um, I, I saw Adams talking a lot about him and just what he's kind of meant to there. Um, Jeff, you've been around him. Um, how how awesome has O'Banner been since his time at Tech? I think he's been great. He's a he's a terrific kid. He has uh, so many God given skills and 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 uh, and physical gifts. I mean, he's. I was talking about it this morning. You know, he's got. Uh, uh, he can shoot it from deep. He can um, get to the basket. He can post. He can finish around the basket with reverse dunks. And he does some things that um, that wow you. And it's just if if he has to be the guy, he struggles in that role. He's just not um, an alpha leader type. If, if you have one of those dudes to go with him, then he goes through the roof because he's just kind of sitting there in the corner and maybe gets forgotten about. This year, he may have had his best performance because he's getting two guys dedicated to him a ton. So he's getting a lot of – you look around, it'll be 10 minutes in the first half, and Kevin might not have a basket, but then all of a sudden he's got 13 points and 10 rebounds. So he's a great kid, and we're going to miss him. And uh, I know he was great for Oral Roberts and – uh, man, what a job they've done! And God, it's just crazy how good they've been. And and uh, the the fact that Aceman and O'Banner were on that same team, you can kind of now understand why they would make a a Sweet Sixteen run. There is no doubt, no doubt. When was the? It, and I think with everything and and the projections that we have right now, um, Tex would more than likely have to go on a run here and win the win the Big Twelve tournament. How? I was watching last Saturday. That was a that was a rough one, right? The the TCU one. I felt like that there was probably mm-hmm. still a little bit of hope at that moment, but as soon as that game ended, just kind of looked around and I thought, ah, that that might have actually done it right there for Tech. Do you, you kind of get that same sense? Yeah, everybody did, and that's why we were really um, just really down after that one um, because it was there for you. And you hadn't been swept by TCU since 2015, and we we can't stand those guys and, and TCU and Jamie Dixon, and um, so that was rough. Yeah. Is there anyone that Texas Tech does like, Jeff? <laughs> uh, you know, awesome. I thought that I thought that may come out of your mouth next, and I'm like. <laughs> I was about to say, I've ripped Bill Self. <laughs> uh, uh, OSU gosh. steals everything. Yeah. Right, uh, right Dion. Right. Yeah. I, I mean, <laughs> don't don't you start. Don't you start, Jeff. Hey, 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 Dion. I'm on your side. Okay. <laughs> uh, but I I have to listen to that all the time. I mean, they put it on billboards and stuff, and I'm like, my gosh, people. Um, yeah, I really hate Texas and A. They hate A in it. Yeah, you might, you're right, dude. It's, just, <laughs> it's, a, it's like, all right, I think we're running out of teams here. I'm just going to go ahead and well, ask you. Well, you know, 
How about um, how about this Midwestern State in Wichita Falls? There we go. Right with that. There we go. There you go. Got it. Got to have one. Go. West West Texas. See, West West Texas is an AM and M school. West Texas A and M. So they're out. You know, and it's 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 fun, man. It's but you get this feeling. You 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 do turn into this. Like when you move out here and you live on this other planet, you're you're living on an island in the in there's just it's called the hub city for a reason because there's nothing else out here. Right. And so you do feel isolated, man. When you like when you're you're playing high school games, that's why I'll never drive anywhere in Oklahoma again and think it's long unless I'm going from like the Panhandle down to Atoka. Um, <laughs> Everywhere in Oklahoma is close because here, I mean, it's just like you're close here is Amarillo two hours, Midland two hours. Yikes. So um, how's baseball season looking? I know they're, what, 24 right now. They just lost. They, they just, just lost, lost the okay. rice 3-2, yeah. Okay. Are you going to try to catch the Sunday game? Or are you go? Are you or are you just done? Heck no. Okay. All right. I didn't know if you no were going to try to do the Bruce Howard special, which is fly all over the country because so he doesn't miss anything at all. Um, but yeah. Uh, but h- how's the long term projections looking this year for Tech baseball? I think I think pretty good. I just don't think we'll have enough arms. Um, and even with not having enough arms, I think we're going to be in the top three of this conference. It'll be. Uh, Tech OSU and TCU battling it out for uh, for that crown, and um, it's just uh, it, they've gone a different direction. It's it's a lot of speed, a lot of guys that are like gazelles who really like to to, to run. They're athletic, maybe not as much power, um, and they were big favorites to win down there today. I'm kind of surprised they lost three to two, but um, they'll play Michigan tomorrow, and then the A and M on saturday and i think it's going to be a good team i really do well at least we can all join arms in our hatred for texas a&m at least we're all on the same page about about that little facet for sure (laughs) amen jeff appreciate you buddy um we will definitely do this again once baseball gets up and going man have a great call uh coming up tomorrow and always uh enjoy having you back on here in tulsa all right thanks guys i appreciate it that's jeff haxton joining us here on the blitz 1170 all right time out Coming to you live from the Ice Chili House studio, serving four generations of Tolson since 1908. That's Matt Hubbard, Dion Amade, heading down to Houston. H-Town! My name's Jeremy Poplin, and this is the Blitz 1170. Thank you for listening to this exclusive Blitz 1170 podcast from Bravado Wireless.